morning and welcome to St. Columbus for our service of Holy Communion on this the 14th Sunday after Trinity. I welcome visitors in particular. All of you are most welcome as we turn in our prayer books to page 201. The Lord be with you. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Christ our Lord. Amen. Hear what our Lord Jesus Christ says, you shall love the Lord your God, with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment, and the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. The Lord have mercy on us, and write these your laws in our hearts. God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, Jesus Christ, to save us from our sins, to intercede for us in heaven, and to bring us to eternal life. Let us then confess our sins in penitence and faith, firmly resolved to keep God's commandments and to live in love and peace. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we have sinned in thought and word and deed, and in what we have left undone. We are truly sorry, and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may walk in newness of life to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy on you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Lord, it God in the highest, and peace to God's people on earth. Lord,
Lord, for today, the 14th Sunday after Trinity. Almighty God, whose only Son has opened for us a new and living way into your presence, give us pure hearts and steadfast wills to worship you in spirit and in truth, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Love. Love sums up all commandments and rules of life. As Paul had written to other churches earlier, he now tells the Roman Christians that in this new age, the years of our Lord, there can be no time wasted on anything that does not feed our spiritual growth. The epistle is from Romans chapter 13, beginning at verse 8. Owe no one anything except to love one another. For the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. The commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and any other commandment are summed up in this word, love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor, therefore love is the fulfilling of the law. Beside this, you know what time it is, how it is now the moment for you to wake from sleep. For salvation is nearer to us now than when we became believers. The night is far gone, the day is near. Let us then lay aside the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us live honorably as in the day, not in reveling and drunkenness, not in debauchery and licentiousness, not in quarreling and jealousy. Instead, put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. This is the word of the Lord. Rejoice in the name of 
says that we must not be silent in the face of wrongdoing, but try not to make a big fuss about it. Seek reconciliation gently. And when Christians are the catalyst for agreement and unity, their Jesus is present in his kingdom. Hear the gospel of our Saviour Christ, according to Matthew, chapter 18, beginning at verse 15. Glory to you, Lord Jesus Christ. If another member of the church sins against you, go and point out the fault when the two of you are alone. If the member listens to you, you have regained that one. But if you are not listened to, Take one or two others along with you, so that every word may be confirmed by the evidence of two or three witnesses. If the member refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. And if the offender refuses to listen even to the church, let such a one be to you as a Gentile and a tax collector. Truly I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, truly I tell you, if two of you agree on earth about anything you ask, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there among them. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all our hearts be ever acceptable in your sight. Amen. I don't know about you, but right now, I feel that we continue to live in and through very uncertain, unfamiliar times. With the repercussions of a global pandemic, the rising cost of living, continued political and economic uncertainty around us, with climate change and extreme weather conditions and natural disasters, we're continuing to see humanity enduring pain, grief, emotional, physical and financial distress. And you know, none of us can ever know the twists and turns of life's journey, and maybe Perhaps we're struggling to discern our response to what is happening to us and in the lives of others around us. When we are uncertain and unsure of where we're going, what will happen next, it is important then that we turn to truths we can rely on and that encourage us. The word of God is constant and his promises do hold fast. And throughout scripture, we find so much reassurance and hope that God is in control. He will never leave us nor forsake us. Our Christian faith gives us security, reassurance and guidance for our daily lives. In our epistle this morning from the book of Romans, Paul reminds us that God's commandments, God's guidance can be summarized by Love your neighbour as yourself, because love is the fulfilling of the law. Love your neighbour as yourself, because love is the fulfilling of the law. Love for our neighbours is an essential facet of the Christian faith, and it's apparently 
mentioned no less than eight times throughout scripture. And we all know that verse from Matthew's gospel, where we're reminded to love the Lord with our heart, soul, and mind, and to love our neighbor as ourself. We're to love God with every fiber of our being, and we are to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. And so for just a few moments, I'd like us to consider together what that might mean for us. A love for self, a love for our neighbors, and a love for God. And if we think about love for ourselves, we are each formed in God's image. He made every one of us here different as we all are. He made us just the way he wants us to be. And in accepting ourselves, we honor him. And in developing a closer relationship with him, we grow more like him and become more fully the person he wants us to be. Whilst always striving to be the best we can, we need to love who we are. And we need to take care of ourselves in a way that is right for us. And that could be different. For some of us, that might be spending time in nature or reading a good book. Maybe it's an artistic hobby or a physical exercise. Maybe it's spending time with family and friends. Maybe it's benefiting from some professional support. Whatever it might be for each of us, we need to find and use opportunities to foster our personal well-being. Because when we are at peace with who we are, when we love ourselves, we are then better equipped to love our neighbors. And who are our neighbors? They're our friends, our families, our local communities. They're across our world. Neighbors are those with differing viewpoints, those whose lifestyles are completely opposed to ours. Loving our neighbors is not optional. It's a command from God. So how do we obey that command? How do we show love for our neighbors? We do that when we express concern for others. A handshake, a hug, writing a letter, sending an encouraging text, making a phone call. Loving our neighbors is when we show compassion and kindness to those whose lifestyles and beliefs differ from ours. It's when we shop in our local stores or buy a gift card. It's when we give to charities at home and across our world. It's when we donate to a food bank. Loving our neighbors is working in demanding jobs that support the fabric of society. Loving our neighbors is bringing individuals and groups before God in prayer and demonstrating his good news and peace through our thoughts and actions. And when we love our neighbors, we are then giving honor to our almighty God. We show our love for God when we obey and serve him when we offer him praise and worship and come to him in prayer. We show our love for God when we have spiritual routines and disciplines that will support us through the uncertainties of life. We show our love for God when we come together in church, receiving communion, and when we exercise our Christian faith daily through our thoughts, our words, and our actions. Loving God inspires us to love those who, who are important to him and to connect with him. So, as we leave this place today, 
let's consider how we might personally, in our day-to-day activities, demonstrate an acceptance of ourselves that enables a love of our neighbours and therefore strengthens our relationship with Almighty God. Love for self, love for our neighbours, love for God. Amen. We believe in one God, the Father of the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to glory to judge the living and the dead and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray. We use the second form of intercession on page 238 of the Book of Common Prayer. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, you promised through your Son, Jesus Christ, to hear the prayers of those who ask in faith. Lord of your people, Lord Jesus, you prayed that your people would be one. Forgive us, Lord, and take away the pride and arrogance which divides your church throughout the world. Break down the walls that separate us. Unite us with your bonds of love and accomplish your will. We pray that by the power of your spirit, your healing will work in the body of your church and through us to bring about the purpose of your will. Pour your blessing on John, Archbishop of Armagh, David, our bishop, John, our rector, Ken and Walter, our assistant priests, and Karen, our diocesan lay reader. As we approach next weekend, we give thanks to all those involved in the recent renovations in our church, to contractors, glebe wardens, and the select vestry. Lord, in your mercy. Lord of creation, as we witness the work of your hands in creating the earth, the heavens, the moon, the stars, the beauty of nature all around us, we give thanks to you. Grant that the resources of the earth may neither be hoarded by the selfish nor squandered by the foolish, but that all may share your gifts. We remember all people throughout the world in all their differing cultures and environments. We pray especially for all those suffering poverty, persecution, slavery, oppression, injustice and the effects of conflict 
We ask you to guide all statesmen and rulers that they may have wisdom to know and courage to do what is right. We especially pray for Charles, our King, as he continues to show his trust in God when carrying out his many duties throughout the world. Lord, in your mercy. Lord of our relationships. Lord God, we thank you for the good things we share with our families and friends, for love and friendship, for food and shelter, for happiness and laughter. We pray for our own local community, for those less fortunate than ourselves. We confess our own failings and lack of compassion and love. We thank you that you forgive our failings and we ask you to graciously give us a spirit of love and forgiveness that sees only the good in each other, that bears no grudges and forgives all grievances. We remember those who work tirelessly at the larder, ensuring needy families do not go without food. Make us ready to extend friendship to others, remembering particularly those who are housebound and lonely. Lord, in your mercy. Lord of all healing, merciful God, we commend to your fatherly care the family of the late Alan Dundas, a most faithful parishioner who died last Friday. We also commend all who are in sorrow, sickness, discouragement, or any other trouble. Give them patience and a firm trust in their goodness. We thank you for all who minister to the needs of others. We pray for all medical staff endeavoring to carry out their work, either in general practice or hospitals, during a most challenging time when the National Health Service is at its lowest ebb. Inspire us by their example. Equip them in their continuing efforts and enrich the lives of many through the service they offer. We think of for all those caught up in the violence of this world, but especially in Ukraine, and pray that you will uphold and sustain all who are suffering or who have lost loved ones. Lord God, we live in disturbing days with rising prices, debts increasing, limited employment, and fragile security under threat. Loving God, be a tower of strength amidst the shifting sands and a light in the darkness. Help us receive your gift of peace. Lord, in your mercy. Lord of eternity, bind us together by your Holy Spirit in communion with all who, having confessed the faith, have died in the peace of Christ, that we may entrust ourselves and one another and our whole life to you, Lord God, and come with all your saints to the joys of your eternal kingdom. Lord, in your mercy. We do not presume to come to this your table, merciful Lord, trusting our own righteousness, but in your manifold and great mercies, we are not worthy so much as to gather up the crumbs under your table, but you are the same Lord, whose nature is always to have mercy. Grant us, therefore, gracious Lord, so to eat the flesh of your dear Son, Jesus Christ, and to drink his blood, that our sinful bodies may be made clean by his body, and our souls washed through his most precious blood, that we may evermore dwell in him and he in us. Amen. Jesus said, a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another, even as I have loved you, that you also love one another. The peace of the Lord be always with you. And also with you.
Wise and gracious God, you spread a table before us. Nourish your people with the word of life and the bread of heaven. Amen. Christ, our Passover, has been sacrificed for us. Almighty, never living God at all times and in all places, it is right to give you thanks and praise. And so, with all your people, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we proclaim your great and glorious name, forever praising you and singing. Blessed are you, Father, the creator and sustainer of all things. You made us in your own image. Male and female, you created us. Even when we turned away from you, you never ceased to care for us. But in your love and mercy, you freed us from the slavery of sin, giving your only begotten Son to become man and suffer death on the cross to redeem us. He made there the one complete and all-sufficient sacrifice, for the sins of the whole world, he instituted and in his holy gospel commanded us to continue a perpetual memory of his precious death until he comes again. On the night that he was betrayed, he took bread, and when he had given thanks to you, he broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, and when he had given thanks to you, he gave it to them, saying, Drink this, all of you, for this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. Therefore, Father, with this bread and this cup we do as Christ your Son commanded. We remember his passion and death, we celebrate his resurrection and ascension, and we look for the coming of his kingdom. Accept through him, our great high priest, this our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving. And as we eat and drink these holy gifts, grant by the power of the life-giving Spirit that we may be made one in your holy church, and partakers of the body and blood of your Son, that he may dwell in us and we in him. Through the same Jesus Christ our Lord, by whom and with whom and in whom, 
in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory are yours, Almighty Father, forever and ever. Amen. As our Savior Christ has taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The bread which we break is a sharing in the body of Christ. We be many are one body, for we all share in the one bread. Jesus Christ is the Lamb of God, who has taken away the sins of the world. Happy are those who are called to his supper, Lord, I am not worthy to receive you, but only say the word, and I shall be healed.
Let us pray. Lord God, the source of truth and love, keep us faithful to the apostles' teaching and fellowship, united in prayer and the breaking of bread, and one in joy and simplicity of heart, in Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, we thank you for feeding us with the spiritual food of the body and blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him we offer you our souls and bodies to be a living sacrifice. Send us out in the power of your Spirit to live and work to your praise and glory. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you this day and forevermore. Amen. Amen. Peace to love and serve the Lord.